Okay, we're gonna do a quick recap on the Champion League semifinal second leg. So the first game that happened was on Tuesday was AC Milan and Inter Milan. And it was gonna be at Inter Milan's home because the first game was at AC Milan's home. AC Milan, when the game happened there, they lost two to nothing convincingly. There was no argument. I mean, technically Inter could have scored way more goals. Okay, so coming into this game, you're assuming AC Milan had to have like, <laughs> I mean, they had to go all out to really even have any kind of a chance to competing with Inter Milan. And they had their, you know, boy come back from injury, you know, Leon. But the thing about it is the dude was out with from a groin injury. And anybody who had a groin injury knows you don't just recover from that in like a week. Okay. I had a groin injury like, uh, I want to say sophomore or junior year of high school. And that it lasted a whole year before I was completely healed from that. So, and granted, I was like, keep injuring again because I would come back early. Kind of the same thing here. I think he even in this game, he wasn't he wasn't using his full potential. He was still feeling something there. I mean, he wasn't fully, he just didn't look he was fully fit. But nevertheless, he played. So you would assume he was fully fit. What else, why else are you playing, at, you know, a game like this? This is like a very crucial game. You know, I understand that he's the, one of their best players in the team. But bro, this is the Champion League semifinal. He wasn't fit. He still played and... And he did nothing but be a passenger in that fail. He did nothing. And I'm only saying that simply because they literally only had one shot on target. You know, you can't really tell me, you know, these guys were better or, you know, had created a bunch of chances when you only had one shot on target. The whole game, they only had five shots in general. On the other side, Inter Milan had 15 shots and they had four shots on target. So, you know, there's, there's just no... Conversation started here about, you know, AC Milan, you know, why did they make it to the final? Because they just weren't good enough to make it to the final. They were going against a team who was, you know, they understood their flaws. You know, Lukaku was talking after the game and he was saying, you know, beginning of the season, you know, what we would try to do is counterattack, try to play the same way we played, you know, the year they won the, the trophy. So, and then he said that just wasn't working for them. You know what I mean? And then they changed their tactic in the middle of the season. And they became more defensive oriented team. And, you know, they just have so many players. Even when the sub was happening, you can just see. <laughs> I mean, Lukaku's there. You know what I mean? Draco's there. Uh, you got Lara Martino there. Like, these are these are their strikers. You get what I'm saying? And then their midfield, solid. So, it's just like, and everybody contribute. It's not just like, one person might perform great one, one game. And then the other game, you have a completely different person helping out. So, they were all really a unit together. And that's kind of the reason why they made it all the way here. And now they're going to the final, deservedly, in my opinion. Okay? And the other game that happened was the big, big game. You know, this this was the final that whoever wins this one, essentially, will win the Champion League, in my eyes. Right? So the game we're talking about is the Real Madrid and Man City game. And if you watch this game, was this not a masterclass? If you missed this game, you have missed one of the greatest semifinal of the Champion League in a decade, I would, I'm going to say in a decade. It's been a long time. I mean, the last time it was this good, Pep Barcelona team. With Manchester United just got... <laughs> I mean, they couldn't even touch the ball, okay? To this day, uh, former Manchester United players still talk about that game. How much it haunts them, okay? So, this is going to be the same thing for Real Madrid. I mean, this game was... The first half especially. The first half, they were miles, miles... I don't know if they took some kind of a drug where it just takes all emotion away from them. 
or any of the jitters they have prior years, right? And maybe the fact that they lost to them last year embarrassingly, that hurt really stuck with them. And this was the chance to put the dagger back in Real Madrid. And like I said, Pep already said, if you're going to win the Champions League, you have to beat Real Madrid. And I think they took this very, very personal. Pep, he's going down as the greatest manager in football history. I'm not saying he is already yet, but I'm saying <laughs> in this rate, easy. Easy, okay? He already conquered Bundesliga. He already conquered La Liga. He conquered the Premier League for sure. And, you know, he might not, he hasn't went to Serie A or he hasn't went to the French League. But does he really need to go there? I don't think he needs to go there. And maybe one day he can still go there. You know what I mean? There's still time for him. But really, I think his next step is just going to be like being a you know Spanish national team coach. That's, that's the second step at this point. But in my opinion, this dude's brain is one of the greatest manager brain in football, bro. Okay? I mean, just think about the stack that he has and how much he's dealing with this. This is a game where he had Morris in the bench. Okay? I mean, the whole Champions League campaign, Morris was just happily not complaining. He'll come in, and he's been great. Every time he comes in, he he does crazy stuff. Okay, He's one of the best wingers in the world, but he's always on the bench when it comes to the Champion League, and you never hear any complaint. Same for Phil Foden. I mean, Phil Foden, I think he's he's the future of England as well. Saka's in there, but he's also in that pack, right? And Jack Gulish, they somehow Pep convinced Phil Foden, let Jack Gulish play, and let him do him. And it looks like Jack Willis' confidence has skyrocketed, okay? I mean, him and Carvajal, people have been talking about it from the first leg and the second leg. I mean, he won. He won clearly. And I'm simply saying that even there was like a one point where he was just playing around with Carvajal. Carvajal couldn't take it. He just dropped it. He just pulled his shirt and brought him down. Once you start pulling players' shirt, you have lost. I mean, simple as that. Jack is back, guys. I mean, first, let's just look at the stats, all right? This is the stats of this game. City had 16 shots, 8 on target. They had 60% of the possession. They had 618 passes with 89 pass accuracy. On the other side, you had Madrid who had 7 shots, 3 shots on target, 40% possession, 421 passes, 82 accuracy pass. Okay? Who, who fouled the most? Who do you think? Man City. I mean, these guys were basically destroying every statistic there is in this game. Okay? They had the most yellow card. They had the most corners. Okay? I mean, this... They were here. They were here to perform. And this is a game where they didn't need De Bruyne. I mean, there was a point in the game when De Bruyne and Pep were like yelling at each other because De Bruyne was just not... His passes were just not as crisp. There was a bunch of times when him and Gundua was trying to supply for early Hallam. And the passage just did not make sense to me at all. But it didn't even matter. Because you you know who you got? You got Bruno in there. When you have Bruno, when you have Gundua, when you have Holland, when you have De Bruyne. I mean, I can literally keep going. There's not one person in that field for Manchester City was not outstanding. John Stone, honorable mention, my guy, right? Pep has transformed John Stone, okay? You know, this is a tournament with Real Madrid was supposed to handle it nicely. The fact that in the first league, Madrid scored first, it really felt like a dagger to Manchester City and really fans as well. You know, it's just like, oh, another year where Real Madrid somehow is not the best team on that field, 
but it still will come out because they're so clinical. And this is their tournament. Heritage. So, when De Bruyne scored that goal at the end of the first leg, and you knew that this game was coming back to at the Eddie half, there was just no doubt in my mind, and I would like to think there was no doubt in Pep and Man City's mind that they were going to show Real Madrid how much City wanted this champion. And I, in my opinion, they have shown it. There's no, nobody, nobody in the football world is going to come to you and say they didn't deserve to win this game. This game could have been way... This, they could have scored seven goals. I mean, from just the gecko, the attack, the pace. Madrid, there was nowhere to, for them to be found. I mean, Tony Cruz and Madrid, they were non-existent. Barat, I didn't even see him at all. Vinicius created zero chance because Kyle Walker was not having it. There was a lot of times they were like running side by side. Kyle Walker was not... Like, there was just... I mean, they were just masterclass. You know what I mean? There's not much to say over here. And now going to the final, it's going to be Manchester City and uh, Inter Milan. <laughs> no disrespect to Inter Milan, but come on, bro. Is there even a... This was like the final where Tottenham made it to the final. And we all knew there's like... What? I, I, what kind of... <laughs> Same situation here. Same situation. This is an easy, easy final for City. If City loses this final, <laughs> dog, I'm, I'm going to be pissed, bro. I'm going to be so upset. No offense to Inter Milan fans because obviously they had a great campaign. They even risked half of their uh, season in Serie A simply because of the Champion League, in my opinion. But City is just on another level. I mean, this week they're about to be crowned as the Premier League champion. A year where we all were talking about Arsenal this, Arsenal that. And we saw Arsenal just choked because... These guys' mentality is just a different level. When they have, especially the coach they have, right? Even after the game, when I saw Pepe and Ancelotti just give each other a hug, that's that shows you that like, you know, in games when the game ends, you know, managers don't even really, you know, they just shake hands or not barely shake hands because you know they have some kind of bad feelings against each other. But at the end of this game, it was so clear that the hug was just—we all understood the hug. You know, it was just like. One great coach passing on to the next coach and be like, yo, that was, I mean, I had no comeback, basically. City, City is, this is their year, right? I, I expect them to win all the finals they're in. I expect them to get the Premier League this this week. I expect them to beat Manchester United at the Carabao final. I mean, that's it. This is the year. Okay, now we're going to go to Euro. And the final for Euro, as we know, is Roma. And I think Roma should get a lot of credit for being in the final of Europa. I mean, they won the Confederate Cup last year where they were in the final. And then this year now, they're in the Champion League. And technically, they can win the Champion League final and they could be in the Champions League. Jose Mourinho has deserved a lot more credit than people not giving him, right? I mean, it's Romo was not anything for the last, I don't know, like six years, I would say. But Joseph have came and I think he's done great. The fact he got Dybala in there, I mean, just... When Dybala came to Rome and how the fans treated him and the way they showed out was honestly very emotional, right? And he really showed them that, you know, it meant a lot for him. And you can see that he's playing his butt off. But even though this final he was injured, Roma still looks solid. I mean, simply because they have a great coach. Joseph Mourinho is one of the greatest coach in football, for sure. I'm not even arguing that. And this just kind of solidifies his legacy even more. He was in a final. Every final he played... He hasn't lost. 
Sevilla, every final they played in this Europa, they have not lost. So this is really two great minds playing in one of the best platforms in Europe, right? But anyway, going back to the game, Juve, they were at home. They had a bunch of chances. They couldn't do it. I mean, they have better players. I personally think Juve has way better players, but none of them perform. I mean, they were literally saved at the last minute of that game by, you know, your boy, Pogba. Pogba is finally back, right? And he was looking fire. I mean, the whole game, Juve looks lost. They didn't even know who was going to create anything for them until my man came in at the 80 minutes or something like that. And he changed the whole game. And luckily, at the last minute of the game, he got that assist. So now it's 1-1 coming back to Sevilla. But the thing about it is, Sevilla haven't lost in Europe game at home in a long time. So they were they were had to do the impossible to beat Sevilla at home in a, in a Europa League. That just doesn't happen. And a kickoff of the game, Sevilla was just on them. I mean, the whole scene was just red. You know what I mean? You, I didn't even know there was Juve fans in there. I thought they were like banned from coming there or something. Because it was just Sevilla fans absolutely everywhere. And that really, I think, it helped them a lot. I mean, that atmosphere was crazy. And the first kick of the game, I mean, Sevilla was just on it. The, most of the game was played on Juve's territory. But there were a lot of times where Juve had great chances where they would get the break. And they just didn't take their chances, honestly. And then the second half happened. And the substitutes came in. And even when they were subbing in people, you can see the Juve subbing were like, did, did you see their subs? Okay. But anyway, either way, both sides, their subs make goals, right? And the game is going. The game is going. And you can just feel that... I, I, I did never thought Sevilla was going to lose this game. Even when Sevilla's quality just wasn't at the par, I just felt like it only takes one magical moment for them to happen. And it did. And Sevilla's going to the final. Juve's out. I don't know if Juve's going to fire their coach, but I think it's time to get another coach, in my opinion. Get, get Zidane. I mean, he's a legend in that club. I think he can really transform this team. Because the talent is there. I just feel like the mindset is just not there. You get what I'm saying? But again, another year, another final Sofia. And, you know, this is a team who doesn't like the Champions League, apparently. The only way for them to get into the Champions League is winning Europa. So, anyway, whatever happens, I'll be there to watch this final. And you need to be there because this is going to be fire. It's going to be one of the greatest team in Europe competition and one of the greatest coach in the finals. Okay? Yeah. All right. That's, that's all I got.